hello and welcome to the Ending Body Burnout Show, where your hosts, Chris and Philly, co-founders of multi-award winning functional medicine practice, serving busy people with energy, mood and gut issues. While busyness, overworking, addictive doing and perfectionism might be the norm, it's not normal and it's a major contributor to health issues. Our goal with this show is to give you a holistic root, root cause approach to healing your body so that you don't have to continue doctor or diet hopping or popping a gazillion supplements hoping something might stick. So get ready to heal your body, get your spark back, deeply connect with yourself and step into the life of your dreams. Let's dive in. Okay, welcome everybody to the podcast. I've got the lovely Sienna on here with us today. I'm actually really excited to, to have a chat and get to know Sienna a little bit more. She's been working with Philly for quite a while and actually we, we've never quite crossed paths yet. So it's going to be awesome getting to know you, Sienna, and uh, finding out a little bit more about what's going on for you. See if we can help you just take some steps towards getting where you want to get to. That sounds a little bit broad at the moment, but we'll see if we can, over the course of our time together today, knitting that up, tidy the edges, cross the T's, dot the I's, get specific, some real well-formed outcomeness about it, and um, and we'll go go from there. But Sienna, thank you so much for coming on. Super excited to have you. Thank you, Chris. I'm happy <laughs> to be here. Legend. Hey, so what we might start with is what got you what got you coming to see Philly in the first place? Like when when was that and what what got you coming in to see her? Hmm. Wow, I think that was about three years ago. Yeah. Now that I came across Philly. Um she was recommended to us um, from a friend. So it wasn't doctors <laughs> at the time. I was going around and talking to a lot of different doctors about my Crohn's disease. So I've had that for three years now. Um, and I wasn't getting any uh, results that I needed uh, from doctors. So I... <laughs> Didn't really have much hope when I came to Philly. Um, and, yeah, I was I was very nervous when I got there. Um, she actually, as well as just being there for me and listening to um, what pains that I'm suffering with, she was holding a space for me to be able to feel safe being around her and feel loved um, by her in the room. And I was just like, stunned like I could feel her energy and like this is the person I want to be working <laughs> with <laughs> so good so yeah awesome and yeah I was tell, tell me more tell, like what what did you guys work on and and what was what was the process yeah so I think in the beginning we were just focusing around um, gut health. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I can't say any of the fancy words that she said. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> like all the different parts in the body, the small, <laughs> the smaller, big intestines, um, every area which I was suffering right now, she had helped me um, with her beautiful medicine. And then from there, as I grew stronger, um, I was then focusing more like from my uh, brain, like my head down, mm. um, and she was just helping me with mental health and just feeling good um, mm. and more positive with things in life. Oh, that was huge for me. Mm. Um, yeah, a slow process, but definitely the, the best decision I've made working with her. Cool. That's, that's awesome to, to hear. Um, I'm, I'm curious from a, from a symptomatic, uh, point of view, 
what do you think was the the biggest symptoms that that were showing up for you for Crohn's? Because it's different for for a lot of different people, right? What was what was the the main types mm. for you? Mm. Yeah, um, I think the biggest pain for me is always uh, extreme, like intense. Um, throbbing pains um, around my stomach. Mm. Like so bad that um, it's a struggle for me to sit, to walk around, to do daily things um, because of the pain. And then that pain brought um, feeling nauseous um, and dizzy. Um, Yeah. What else? Um, mm, I I went through a lot of uh, vomiting as well. I think with my Crohn's disease, I had extreme pain, and usually when you feel up to that point, you just need to be sick. But there's a lot of times that it just that's not how it works for me. I would just have to sit through that pain for days and days and days and mm. yeah it was so bad when it even started I took about four months off of school which was the last month of um my schooling year of uh it was grade 10 yeah mm. yeah and I can I can imagine that sort of um those pains those that that nausea, dizziness, vomiting, and even the pain of of missing out on school and and um, that sort of thing. What what sort of impact did that have on on your on your life and and things? Like, what was at stake there? Why was it? Um, I hope this doesn't sound insensitive. Like, why was that so bad? Do you know what? Do you know what I mean? Because it sounds really, it sounds like if I went through that, those experiences, I would find it hard and, and I could rattle off a few reasons. Like what were some of the, the impacts that that would have for mm, you? I, I had so many impacts. The, the biggest one at that time, I was, um, I think I was 17. And it was that I've lost all of my friends mm. because... And it wasn't my my decision, but because they didn't understand my pain and what I was going through, they had no idea how to support me, so it was easier for them just to stop talking to me. Mm. Um, And that was very, very painful, like, for me, because I didn't have um, friends as supporters. It was just my family then at the time, even, even if they felt like, loving me that much on the day, you know. <laughs> mm. oh, so that was really hard. And I remember after taking four months off, I I went back to school um, for the celebration of the year, the time that, you know, I spent at um, high school. And I went with my uh, old friend and it was just really, really hard for been there in that room with everybody I felt like mm. and nobody nobody even asked if I was okay or you know what was happening my mum had to haggle a little bit with the principal as to why I should even be there mm. like not being understood is the worst mm. um, and not being accepted I've always struggled with that You've always struggled with that. So, in in addition to this experience, has if you think about it, do you think there's been other times in your life where being accepted has shown up for you, or not being accepted? Like, is that a pattern? I've yeah, I've definitely felt that way um, throughout my whole childhood. Um, that it's just been almost impossible for me to fit in with everybody. Mm. Um, I've always felt like that I've 
indifferent, like I'm unique and I have a lot of love and kindness to offer to the world. I've always known that, which makes me light up. <laughs> but it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't resonate with the other kids. I've never really um, connected as well with people my age. Yeah. How is that a problem for you? Like what what makes that an issue? Because I, I, I reckon it, it sounds like it probably is for other people who would be listening, they might be nodding their heads going, yeah, I feel that. Why, if you could speak to that for a bit, why is that a prog- problem for you to fit in, to struggle? I'm just um, thinking back to that time and just remembering the amount of pain that I felt and and the stress and sadness because, um, yeah, I've been pushed away from the groups of being told that, you know, you're not liked, you're not welcome Mm. around them. Um, It was really hard because I I just wanted to be able to be myself and give all I am to others um, and not change who I am just for somebody else, for their liking and for them to be able to be happy and, Mm. yeah, live a good life. I didn't want to do that. It was was a problem for me to change. Like it's, yeah, (laughs) I just don't want to be like everybody else. And, mm. Oh, so many emotions are coming up right now. Mm. I'm, I'm wondering if you could just sit with that for a bit and just feel those emotions without suppressing and pushing them away or trying to cut them off. Just sit with that for a second. That's it. There you go. There you go. I wonder what will happen if you just relax those shoulders just a bit. Just fall into it. You're such a unique person, Sienna. Got this beautiful love and kindness inside of you. It it comes through Zoom right now and, and, and hitting me. I feel it. You've probably got some things coming up right now don't you yeah what's going on what's happening inside what are you remembering or thinking think uh 
definitely what's hitting me the most right now is um, how you have just spoken your truth of what is that I am um, a yeah, loving, kind soul and I, I have so much to give um, to others. It's, it definitely hits me. <laughs> <laughs> it's when I hear that from somebody else, it's just cry and cry because it's a relief of that. I can, I can be that person. I don't have to live up to other people's expectations and mm. yeah. Yeah, it's it's a knowing that I can feel these things, that I can be me. Mm. You can. You mm. can be that person. You don't have to live up to other people's expectations. You can be you. Mm. I'm wondering what's stopping you and why aren't you being you? Or why do you feel like you're not being you? I think this takes me back to... Uh, my childhood and growing up with like, my parents, how they brought me up. I feel when I am myself and I do speak my truth and I, I give my love, it's not enough for them. And I say that almost confidently because they have said that to me. I feel like if I can't be myself around them and I can't just love uh, the way that I do around them, then I'm not going to be accepted by anybody because my own parents don't accept me. Right. Mm, it got deep. <laughs> we just took a bomb dive off the edge of the jetty. Just like, let's do it. <laughs> As we splashed down into the jetty and the cold water hit our skin, we noticed that we are in a deep current and we're being taken somewhere washing up onto the shore of this island and we're like, whoa, I'm in self-doubt land. You said yeah. something that was really interesting. Um, it was kind of like a, a rule and it sounded like when you were a little girl, you started forming this rule and then as you're not a little girl anymore, you're a big girl, You, this rule has become rolls off your tongue without a skip of a beat, which means it's pretty well practiced. Probably means mm. maybe you might have said this to yourself or thought about this. Maybe not consciously. You might not be staring in the mirror and repeating this like, I'm not good enough. Yeah, look into your eyes. See that person? You know, you might not have done that, maybe. But there's been a part of you that's been saying these this sort of language in the in the past and it's just been kind of like an iceberg there's like a lot of ice underneath the surface and there's that bit that sits on the top you notice the crones you notice the the throbbing in the stomach you notice the vomiting you notice the nausea the dizziness you notice the 
uh, the phone call of your mum to, to the principal to, to haggle to get you to even t- turn up to the, that celebration, right? You notice, mm-hmm. you're conscious, you're aware of all these things that are um, kind of self-affirming. It's like when you notice them happening, you're like, yeah, see, I told you. There you go yeah, again. Exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. Not this again. We just predicted this, didn't we? This is going to happen again. If it happened yesterday, it's going to happen today, and there it goes. Yeah. And it starts to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, I didn't write down the exact words that you said. As I listen to the replay, it'll come to me, but you said something like, if I am not accepted, see if you can say this in your words, um, if I am not accepted by my parents, um, how? What did, what did you say there? Can you remember that? It's how could I then accept myself? Mm. Yeah, if I'm not accepted by my own parents, how can I accept who I am? We call that a limiting belief. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's a and that's a good one. Hmm. I I like to not take these things so seriously that they um they have a serious result and a serious impact. Um I'm a fan of dad's jokes and they're terrible. <laughs> the the worst ones make you laugh the most. <laughs> um <laughs> What's a scary forest? What's the what's the scariest thing in the forest? Uh, um, <laughs> well, as a kid, for me, it was always the noise of the wind. <laughs> Close. It's bamboo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! See, the worst ones are always the funniest. So, so sometimes I, I don't, this is my style and, and I've had this style this, in the same way that you're, you're such a kind and giving soul. Uh, I've grown up using humor and terrible puns and jokes as a way to lighten the mood and, and to, to connect and, and that sort of stuff. The shadow side of that is I, I sometimes got in trouble. A lot of times got in trouble for my teachers and my wife and my kids. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I think if I can apply that, I have a purpose. If I'm not accepted by my parents, how can I accept myself and who I am? That's so, it's this limiting belief. Is that true? Do you believe that that's true? Like that statement. Is there some cracks in there? Is this a bad dad joke? (laughs) I, I want to say yes, but. There's cracks in there that always, there's voices within me that pulls me back and says, mm. well, no, because you've done this for yourself and you've shown that you can be this, you know, beautiful person and do these good things and still not need that acceptance from them. You've done that. You've got evidence of that. Yeah. So why do you need to say yes? Yeah. <laughs> That's what's happening within right now. Mm. Mm. If you think about the body, the body is full of intelligence. It's full of wisdom and knowledge and insight and inspiration. You're, you, you and I are having this conversation with each other right now. We're using... Um, air coming out of our lungs and vibrations of our of our throat and like coordinated movements of our teeth and tongue and all this sort of stuff to create sounds 
that have meaning. Mm. So our conscious mind is communicating, but our unconscious mind is also sneaking in there through our language that we speak and the words and all that sort of stuff. But your body does exactly the same thing. It communicates with, it doesn't use hot air and neck vibrations, tongue and teeth movements. It, it does something different. It communicates with signs and symptoms and sensations and states. And you've got this vomiting, this bringing up of something that's inside of you. You've got this throbbing pain in your gut. And there's something that's bubbling in in you. There's this it's throbbing deep within you. You've got this gut feeling. You've got this fear, this worry of not being good enough. And then that starts to come up just like your vomit did. And it makes you disoriented and worried and confused just like your body was. And these are... Sometimes the, I say sometimes, but it's just to cover all my bases, but it's, it's pretty much every time. Your body is speaking to you. It's saying something to you. When someone has a chronic issue like Crohn's, that, the label of Crohn's, and then you look at the, the symptoms underneath, like nausea and throbbing stomach pain, vomiting, What do you think your body is trying to tell you about yourself? You know, I've never really even imagined it that way because, uh, like, it makes so much sense that my body is trying to speak something to me and tell me that I am worthy, I'm good enough, I'm love. You know, I can feel I don't need to be in pain. I can choose. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something to think about it, that all of these years, all this time, my body is just trying to speak to me. Because, yeah, every time that I'm feeling a lot of stress, or something's happened in the family unit, I, like my Crohn's um, gets aggravated and I go through it again. I go through the pain, the vomiting, the um, feeling nauseous. Or maybe, you know, I'll come down with the flu or something extra on top of Crohn's disease. It's, my body is, yeah, really trying to speak to me. Yeah. It's a miracle. It's a miracle your body. You, you, <laughs> our bodies are um miraculous in in how they're put together and and how they they speak to us. Uh I'm constantly amazed and astounded. Sometimes I can say something to, to Philly or, or my daughters or my, my dog, for example, and, and we're in sync. It's like everything's going like communication. Great. Everything works well. I'll be like, Hey girls, it's, um, it's time to, time to turn off that TV. I reckon let's, let's go, let's go do something else. Let's, let's get off that. Let's go outside. Let's jump on the tramp. Let's go throw a ball, blah, 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 blah. 
and sometimes it's like, okay, dad, and they bounce out there and, and we have a good time. Other times it's, it's like, no, I'm almost finished. And it's like, whoa, whoa. that's interesting. <laughs> and And then, you know, there's a conversation that has some emotion behind it. And I think that's what our bodies do sometimes. It chucks a, and it's, you know, it uh, raises its voice. It lets us know, Oi, this is what I'm trying to say. You're not listening. Mm. This is, we are worthy. I'm I'm worthy, I'm good enough, I am love, I can feel, I can choose, I can choose, I don't have to have pain, this is it, it's your opinion, we we can put that aside, things can be different. Why, why do you think your Crohn's gets bad or you feel pain and nausea every time there's a stressful situation? I think in the beginning I was definitely not as connected to my body as I am now so I had thought that you know it's it's another flare-ups coming up I'm I feel like crap you know why is this happening to me what what did I do wrong you know how could I make it better you know I'd always put the why question why me why me mm-hmm. um and I'd feel even more pain after saying that out loud um Whereas now I feel a lot more connected to my body that I know that when I do have a flare-up, I'm feeling a lot of stress. Mm. Um, That's the number one thing that I just link it to. But if I go even deeper and I ask myself, okay, well, what's stressful right now in my life? You know, is there something going on at home in my work environment? Am I feeling a bit shaken or scared of something coming up? You know, what's and checking out what's going on around me. It makes a lot more sense um, of why I just don't feel good in the body Mm. because of what's happening around me and the way I connect and feel about it. Mm. That's super. Super interesting. What if can can I pose a, a philosophical question to you? Um, not that I haven't been already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what if stress is an opinion issue? What if what if the things that you're stressed about? Uh, what if it boils down to your opinion your because it's la- stress is largely internal and it's largely a perspective thing for for example um i used to say uh, i've said this a, a bit but i used to hate the swimming in the ocean i used to say those words hate i can't be bothered you know real low vibe words and and I got to a point I'm I'm going through this this experience of life right now, coaching people and, and then I all all of a sudden it's like I looked in the mirror and noticed the zit on my nose and I'm like, Whoa, that's a big one right there. That's pretty low vibe, Chris. You hate it, do you? If is that true? Are you sure it's true? What does that mean about you if it's true? And uh and then I, I, I thought, why do I hate the ocean? And, and I started thinking about it. I'm like, well, because I get itchy all the time. 
I'm like, you get all the time. You get itchy all the time, do you? Like all the time? You could dip your toe in there and, and you'd get itchy. Oh, well, no, not just my toe. I'd have to get all the way in. Okay, so it's not it's not just your toes. If you dip your toe in, you're not going to get itchy. So you, you hate something because, you know, your toe, you can't even dip your toe in. And then I start, cracks started to appear. It became a dad joke to me. It was laughable. I thought, man... Why can Philly just absolutely just enjoy and thrive? And I look at my girls and they're just splashing around, just having a great time in the water. And here I am, sad sack with a book. You know, it's not arguably reading a book. That's not negative. But why? Was I running away from something? And I was. So I I changed my mind, jumped in the water, and I started tracking over the last couple of years how many times I get itchy when I go in the water. It's been less, I could count the number of times on my hand. Um, actually, I can't because I forget, but but it's like there's there's hardly any time. And the times that I did notice, I was like, oh, wow, I am actually itchy. My back is, oh, you know what? There was so much seaweed this morning and there were bugs everywhere. I wonder if I actually just got bitten by a bug. And sometime in the past... As a little boy, growing up, got bitten by a bug, got itchy, and thought, you know what? It's the ocean's fault. <laughs> it's a bad place. It's not safe. Danger. Danger, Chris Bullet. Don't go in the ocean. Always makes you itchy. And when it does, see, self-fulfilling prophecy, told you, bad place. You'll see, guys. You'll get itchy, too. It was an opinion issue. Changed my mindset, changed my mind, started to see things differently. And now it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> Every time there's seaweed and bugs, ooh, let's just dip the toe in today. <laughs> Seems to be working for me now. But for you, Every time there's a stressful situation, it's like an equation. Stressful situation equals feel pain, nausea, Crohn's gets bad, throbbing stomach pain, struggle to do daily things. So what's the stress? So if we dig back, what what are those things that you're choosing to be stressed out about? think what comes to mind instantly is I've chosen my whole life to feel stressed and anxious of what the day brings especially if I know I'm going to be around people (laughs) people (laughs) that do things without like uh, having any control over their their actions you know how scary (laughs) (laughs) definitely um yeah, definitely it's always bugged me of not um, being in control of other people's actions and the way that they uh, communicate and connect to me. Mm. And so if someone chooses to lash out on me or um, uh, get angry uh, or maybe they choose, you know, not to show up and when we've planned to hang out together or something like that, um, I've put that on me and I've then carried that extra weight on my shoulder as well. Mm. And I just feel um, a lot of negative emotions of that because it's something I have to deal with. Like it's the wording I use. I, I have to deal with this now because they're that way. Mm. And I haven't like been able to accept it. There's that word again. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Ooh. So, so if we had to, you'd probably do a better job of this than I would, I reckon. What's the, 
what's the link here? What's what's your gut feeling um, about this stress? What what do you what do you think's boiling in there beneath the surface? What's the wisdom? What's the learning? The learning. Yeah, like what's your? It, this is stressing you out. Struggling for acceptance. What should gut say about that? What what insight are you getting right now? Yeah, I'm struggling. I'm struggling uh, for acceptance. I'm just wanting to be heard, to be seen. Mm. And that all just comes up like a vomit. Yeah. Yeah, every time. Every time. Mm. Yeah, and the word it just keeps coming back up to me. It's it's, it's not in my control. It's I feel oh so much rage and stress within me because I know I I can't do anything except the way I feel. The only thing I can control is my feelings, my emotions. Mm. But yet I, I keep pushing that down. I don't. I don't allow myself to. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> Oof. 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 What is that? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> Crikey. Mm. What do you really want for yourself? What do you really want? What's at the heart of this? What I've really wanted is for years now is to just give myself the love I deserve. Mm. And that looks to be in so many ways, I know, because I've I've practiced by experimenting different things and, you know, when maybe I've just been in an argument with family or they've said those words that I'm not good enough, I'll, I'll go back into my personal space and I'll sit down and do some mirror work and talk to myself and say, you know what, I actually am good enough and I'm going to tell you why. And I stand up for myself. And that just, it really shakes me. It's like, wow, like, I'm capable of being this person. It's, it's, she's there. (laughs) She's just waiting for you to tap into her and connect with her daily. So do it. You know, don't lean back just because your parents don't think you can't. You know, Mm. what happens if you do everything in life based off what your parents think you can't do? Right. Right. Yeah, I won't won't be doing anything. I'll be like them, fear-based. Right. I won't take any leaps. Mm. Mm. What if you were good enough? What's the standard that you could know? I'm capable of anything. Capable. I can, yeah, I'm capable of achieving anything I, I want because I have that self-belief, self-worth. There's nothing weighing me down because, yeah, I'm going to go for it. Mm. So to be the devil's advocate there, 
if I use that as a rule, um, I'm good enough because I'm capable, I'm achieving, and I've got self-worth. So if you don't achieve, if you aren't capable, you don't have self-worth? Is that right? Is that what you think? Right now, yes. Interesting. Is that really true? Is there a part of you that thinks, yeah, that's a dad joke? <laughs> or is there a part of you, is, is there no part of you that thinks that? You're just like, no, 100%. Scott, uh, the sun's going to come up tomorrow. Like, I feel this. Put my hand up. I swear that unless I achieve and unless I do and unless I tick off things, like um, not tick off as in get angry, or maybe, um, unless I <laughs> get things done, unless I do those, unless I do, 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 I'm not worthy. I'm not enough. So help me. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> right? Is that true? Yeah. 100%? Like real, really, really? Are you sure? Are you sure there's not a part of you that, well, it's not all true. Are you sure? There probably is. I'm just trying to push her away. <laughs> yeah, there she is. Just trying to push her away. Yep. That's, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Just like a poo getting stuck inside of you, <laughs> like constipation, and causing so much bloating and distension and pushing out from inside of you. Kind of like a gut issue that just won't go away and starts to bubble and boil and create issues. It constipates yeah. you. We get these these parts of us that, that we hold in. We don't let out. Just this crap that we don't want to let go of, <laughs> metaphorically. And then, then all of a sudden it turns into dizziness and nausea and... We get confused and disoriented. I don't even know where I am anymore. I don't know what I want anymore. Um, um, like me. <laughs> yeah, my life is dizzy. <laughs> my life is spinning around me and I've got no control. I'm just falling over. It's like everything I do, I can't take a step forward. It just makes me sick. Mm. And then all of a sudden, neck minute, you, bleh, you just vomit it all out. It's, yeah. Uh, a self, a show of love, <laughs> a show of letting yourself out, freeing yourself, being a free spirit, <laughs> sharing love with everybody that just comes out as vomit. <laughs> Yesterday's breakfast. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. How it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dad's joke. It's just a joke, Sienna, isn't it? It is. It's it's ridiculous that <laughs> I'm doing to myself. Yeah. Now you got an op- oh. you got an opportunity right now. You got an opportunity. Just like that, just pops up. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you can either keep going. Keep going believing that the ocean is bad and that it always makes you itchy and that anyone who doesn't believe you is going to find out one day. Yeah. Or you can just dip your toe in and just start testing it, testing the waters and and realize, just get bored with counting because it just never actually happens anymore. are Are you willing to dip your toe into a new way of thinking, a new way of being? 100%. I like it. So so that rule that you wrote for yourself keeps you safe. If I do, then I'll be enough. If I can achieve, then I'll be enough. That got you out of trouble. Probably, I reckon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And it sounds like you're finding opportunities to reaffirm this in your life, 
your dad, your mom, your parents, friends, principal, if you do, like your mom had to haggle with the principal to let you come to the celebration because you hadn't, what, done enough. Yeah. These themes, these patterns of not doing equals not being enough. Mm. Yeah, it's all lining up. <laughs> I, listeners, you can't see, but Sienna's Sienna's face just looked like you know that emoji where it's got like the brain is like. <laughs> just a joke it just it's not real bamboo is not the scariest thing in the forest (laughs) (laughs) what's what is the scariest thing I don't know like something scary your inner voice (laughs) yeah probably (laughs) yeah there you go yeah So, so Okay, so write a write a real rule for me. Like, what's a what's a what's something that you can actually agree on? Because it sounds like there's, you sound like uh, sound like those people, politicians arguing about policy and maybe even like Middle East or something something controversial. You know, like there's no agreement. There, everyone disagrees. There's <laughs> it ends up getting nowhere. So what what's something that you can agree on that your worth is your worth tied up to what you can do is that what you want to write on your rule book or you want to write something different definitely not i want to create a new belief cool and imagine if you could Mm. how would things be different if you did create a new belief if I created a new belief, I'd be showing up differently within myself every day. You know, I wouldn't be needing to uh, live up to other people's expectations. I don't need to do as others um, tell me to or expect me to be someone that I'm not. That, uh, that weight's lifted off my shoulders. I don't... I don't need to impress anybody. Mm. Mm. And I mean, that could be hard to do that. But what part isn't hard? How can you make it doable? I think I liked the analogy that you used of dipping your toes. That part is doable by taking little steps Mm. to this new belief. Yeah. I like it. So what do you, what do you really want like what can you see? How 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 can this be? How can how can this new belief be formed? Like, it, what are you really seeing? What do you really want? What I want is to create a life that I'm in love with. And for me, everything that we've just talked about, it, it comes into a play of that, of not, even just not taking things so seriously like I do. <laughs> You know, if someone wants to have a belief about me, 
That's their choice. Absolutely. I can't change that. So make a bit of light out of that and keep coming back to myself and sit in front of that mirror again and tell myself my worth because I am worthy. There's no doubt about that. And the doubt that I do have about that now, it's, it's going to go very quickly as soon as I keep showing up for myself and telling myself, no, I am, I am, I am. <laughs> that's the part that's missing now. I'm not doing that. As soon as I do that and keep showing up for myself in the ways that I love, uh, ways that make me happy and taking a step away from I feel like it's what I call the mess in the background that everyone mm. else's opinions and voices. It's, it doesn't even matter because I'm giving me the love that I deserve. That's what matters. Yeah. <sighs> Sounds pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> How does, you know, anything's possible when that happens. Yeah, 100%. Hmm. So uh, how, how does that feel to, to think and say and, and, and um, see that? Oh, it feels so powerful mm. because... I know that it's something I can do. I've done it. And that's the best part. I've done it before. I have proof of that, that I can actually do it. I mm. can't um, just let other people step, you know, and in, stand in my way if it's something that I really want because I do know how worthy I am mm. of feeling happy and loved and feeling peaceful and being accepted, you know, I can give that to myself. So that feeling, that brings so much love within and like this this whole time just saying, and I just can't stop smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel, I feel happy with knowing of this. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What if you what if you to just close your eyes and just imagine imagine this. Imagine you just keep showing up. Keep showing up. Sun comes up tomorrow. Sienna, you keep showing up. Feel so powerful. Imagine creating this life that you're in. You just love. You just love doing. Sometimes it's going to be hard. Sometimes it's going to be challenging. Sometimes the sun comes up, but you can't see it. There's storm clouds. You keep showing up. Some days you're tired. You keep showing up. You be tired. Some days you're happy. Some days you're sad. You keep showing up. You do as little as you need to do because at the end of the day, it's not tied to your, your worth. You could do nothing and you're still enough. It feels so powerful. You love and approve of yourself. These little steps that you, you can take to, to really believe this you do that every day. You just just keep taking a little step. Sometimes you're, you're not making any progress. Sometimes you are. Sometimes you spiral backwards and, and you're like, whoa, I'm, I'm back. <laughs> but you notice it. You sit down for a little bit and notice what you're doing and then you get back up and you keep moving forwards. You keep showing up. And even if you didn't, you're still enough. And even if someone says something to you that challenges 
your belief in yourself, you hear them and you can either say out loud or in your head, I choose not to believe that. That's your opinion and I'm grateful you feel comfortable sharing your opinion with me, but I choose not to believe that. I've got something else that makes me smile. It's powerful. I'm on my way to do that and show up for that. Which is scary and risky, but fun and liberating and exciting. Can you picture that, Sienna? Yeah. So take a big, deep breath, big, deep breath, and really just feel that in your body. And on this next breath, take a big deep breath in and think, I love and approve of myself. Just think that as you breathe in. And as you breathe out, breathe the doubt out. Breathe in and think, I'm doing the best I can. And breathe out any sort of doubt. Take a big deep breath in and feel, I am wonderful. Breathe out any doubt. Breathe in, I am at peace. And breathe out any doubt. Just sit with that for a moment. When you feel like you want to, you can come back to now and open your eyes and hey, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? How do you feel? Well, I wanted to be able to breathe a lot lighter and I can confirm. (laughs) I feel a lot more lighter. (laughs) Awesome. That's epic. That's cool. (sighs) So cool. Well, I am so grateful that you came on and uh, I'm grateful to be able to chat to you and and get to know you a bit more. Before before we wrap it up, I just kind of want to just check in. What do you think is going to be different for you after our conversation today and how's things going to be different in your health and in your life? Things are going to be and look a lot different because I'm going to prioritise myself every second of every day, even when it's really hard and when I feel that hurt and that pain. I know even in the past, maybe when it's it's come up for me, I just want it to be easier for someone Uh, my mum or dad to love me and do the work for me. I know that's not how it's done. So, yeah, I'm just going to sit with that. I'll breathe with that, allow that to flow throughout my body and keep moving forward, keep showing up. Mm, Like you have before, hey. Yeah. You've done that before. Yes. Yeah. I like it. Cool. Well, that sounds sounds awesome. I'm I'm inspired. I'm I'm just in awe. It's great. I'm grateful that that we could have this conversation. Just something popped into my mind now that you 
you're a caring woman. You care. You you love. You 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 want for other people to be okay. You you have this 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 yearning, this wanting to to nourish and and care for people, right? Yeah. This is beautiful. There's a double-edged sword to that care. It's you go to sometimes you care too much. There's a tipping point. It's like, oh, I think I care too much about that. I've I've let that I've allowed that to to be too I've cared too much. So how can you just just make sure that that you kind of Use that care without caring too much. Mm, and almost overworking myself. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's for sure something I've never even thought about before because I know that's, that's who I am and that's what I do. <laughs> so this is huge. <laughs> Think about the next step. I love it. Cool. We'll take that with you. Have a let's wrap that wrap that up in a little bow and we'll hopefully we get another chance to to catch up and chat and have another conversation. I reckon that'd be really awesome. Yes, me too. Thank you so much for your time, Chris. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much, everybody, for for joining us for our our podcast today. Uh, We're very privileged to have Sienna on here with us. I look forward to joining you next time for our next episode. Uh, Other than that, take care and uh, see you soon. Thank you so much for listening. We so appreciate you. If you'd like to give us extra smiles, drop us a review and spread the love by sharing this episode. You can also rate your own state of burnout and the root cause contributors by taking our Ending Body Burnout Assessment on our website. And if you're interested in learning about our group or one-on-one Ending Body Burnout programs, shoot us a DM via Instagram or Facebook. Have Have the the best best day day ever. ever. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha.